Alexander Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has-Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee, the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley... How you doing? I'm. I'm how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> how the fuck? How the fuck? Like, just I'm gonna go right here. Okay. How the fuck have you gone this long without fucking watching Sopranos? You know, I I have to admit it's it's a it's a personal failing of mine. It that is. I, I haven't started watching the Sopranos until uh, very recently, uh, just this past week, as a, a matter of fact. So in studio with us today. Is not only Adrian, but Adrian brought his son with him, Gavin. Yeah, and uh, we, I- Adrian, in a failing as a father, um, has decided to not let me know ahead of time, so I could not bring an extra mic. Okay, or hey, extra hey, headphones. Hey, 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 stop! So stop! Back Adrian the fuck up. This automatically is, set his kid up for failure. This is this is our fucking studio. The extra microphones and the extra headphones should be here. Not in your fucking garage. I tell you what, you know what? This is the thing, man. Like, you know, look, I live with Danielle. I can never get an argument where I, where I win, even when I'm fucking right with her. Same thing goes with fucking Adrian. You're not right. Even when you mess up, you're not. Somehow oh. <laughs> it's fucking my fault. Hang on a second. You're wait, like wait, a wait. chick. Hang, you're hang, like hang, a chick hang on a second. Over there. Hang on a second. I know for a fact that we have multiple additional microphones. Do I have to get a gun and, and a phone multiple book? <laughs> a phone book? Oh, you haven't seen that episode yet. <laughs> 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 but. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, I lost my train of thought here. Of course you did, because you're wrong and you know it. I'm not wrong. We have all this fucking equipment. It should be at the fucking studio. Mm-hmm. Where? Where am I fucking put it here? In the closet right there. Have you seen what else is in that fucking closet? Hey, you know, I, I don't know, man, but put it right here. We got extra right, I'll figure spin. something out. I'll bring, yeah. I'll bring all the stuff in. But uh, anyway, yes, uh, my son, Gavin, uh, who has uh, re- recently graduated from UCF, is in studio with us. And I, I'm so proud because to, to get a bachelor's degree, it only took him five and a half years. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, it's something we're very proud got of. Got it so done in real time. <laughs> Say hello there, Gavin. Uh, thanks for having me. Isn't that what I'm supposed to say? Yeah, that, that, that can be the first yeah. thing that you can say, or you can just bust on your dad, or you can bust on me, either oh. way. Well, what bust I meant was, uh, not on the pod, but actually, thanks for having me as a son, Dad, um, mm. and, uh, you know, producing semen that swims well and <laughs> making me. That's good. That's it, a good. It was literally my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> It was literally my pleasure. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. See now, if if we had an extra microphone here, Alex, uh, that that wouldn't have been I can't such believe a you're gonna difficult try to thing blame to me for this. It's one. totally your fucking so fault. Much it's bullshit. totally your Look, fucking fault. Look, when I bring fault. Mikey with me, I just let him use my mic. So there you go. Yeah, I know, which you shouldn't do either. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so let's. All right. So let's. Get, uh, we'll start with stories. Let's get into stories. So the first one is, as I did want to talk about some of the Uber rides I had this week with people, and. As opposed to well, just a certain group. Do you normally of people. like haul livestock or something? I mean, if it paid well enough. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do. I don't. Right. So hey, a- hey, hang on. Before you get into the stories, I want to know if you had any fallout from the Uber hack yesterday, or actually the, no, the night before. Not that I know of. Okay. Yeah, because they had a major, major hack uh, where they had to shut down a lot of their services. Apparently, some eighteen-year-old kid got in through some social engineering and just totally pooned them. You know, so. Or pwned, depending oh, on the pronunciation. I'm glad to hear it's an 18 year old Hey, kid. Uh, give me a, give me a young the person's Russians. perspective. Is it pwned or pwned? We don't say that. Yeah, <laughs> hey, don't say it. Thank you. That's a good way to say it. Fucking geek ass over I here. Know, fucking fucking a, yeah. I like the word pwned and pwned. Yeah. Red chain, I'm, red fortune. I'm, I'm going with pwned. Reddit. I heard it on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that probably is early 2000s. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, nomenclature I'm going All right, with. So let's, let, me, let me give one of the stories. So there's been a couple people I've picking up that just moved to Florida. Okay. And From? Uh, New York. Oh, fuck. And hold on, let's see. It was New York. Some other, some, uh, uh, all of them have been Northeast. Yeah, just what we need. We're and, fucking New Yorkers in Florida. Yeah, Jesus right? Christ. So, but the thing is this, though. They'll get in the car and they'll talk shit about DeSantis. Right. 
And the part that, again, look, I have my problems with DeSantis, so I don't want to say that I don't. However, the problems that they have with DeSantis, I don't necessarily understand. Like, example. Okay, first example. You left where you were to come down here because of the business climate that's going on down here. <laughs> right. Okay. Is, is that what they, they actually say, why they came here? Well, they, they, they give various reasons, but they're, they're coming down because it's cheaper to live here. Okay. Because the pl- everything was open. <laughs> right. like, because business is going well here overall. Right. So they're like, well, you know, that's why we want to move to Florida. Yeah, which as much as uh, DeSantis has become a fucking idiotic moral crusader, um, you know, and, and going to full train to Trumpville, uh, those things you got to give them credit for. Exactly. Yeah. So my part. So the issues that they're coming down for, DeSantis has a significant like. You know, how are you going to vote? Role for, in. How are yeah. you going to vote for Christ? <laughs> right. When DeSantis is really the reason you're down here. Right. Right. Again, don't vote for DeSantis. I don't really care. But like, it, come on now. Like seriously, like you're down here because of he kept it open. Right. So th- that's the first thing. The second thing is is that the people just don't understand certain things that are actually facts. So one lady got in the car and she's like, well, DeSantis doesn't care about the teachers because he's never given them a pay raise. In the last session, he literally gave the teachers a pay raise. A significant one, wasn't yeah, it? It yeah, it was a big one. Yeah. Again, I didn't agree with it. It's not, I don't agree well, with them hate, on this one. You hate all teachers. Well, I, I hate all public school teachers. Right. But I'm looking at it like, and I did, again, I'm not going to argue with these people or tell them that they're wrong. But my thought was, like, if you'd have paid attention, then you'd realize that you're just dumb. In what you just said, like you're right. just saying something in ignorance. Oh well, that's that's ninety percent of politics. Oh no, 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 it totally is. Yeah, but it, and again, now the funny thing is, is that some of the people that got in though, like they're not gonna, they're not, they went independent. They were Republican, now they went independent. So at least they didn't go to the Democrats or whatever. Not that it matters either way. But <laughs> you can't shake it. But you but, can't shake it. No, 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 no. I want to get into that right now. At least they didn't go to the Democrats. You know, you can't shake it. You cannot shake your your right bias. You still can't after all this so. time. I guess not. It's still there, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still there. But anyway, OK, so at any rate, though, it was funny picking these people up because of hearing what they're saying in the back. And I'm like, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this motherfucker. That's true. Like yeah. if we'd have closed it all down, you'd have stayed in New York. You wouldn't be coming down here. Yeah. Or maybe you'd have gone to another state. Maybe you gone to Texas. Maybe you gone to Tennessee. I don't know. But you wouldn't be here, though. Right. Yeah, that, there's probably a lot of truth to that. Yeah, especially if they're coming down for economic reasons and not weather reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're coming down for weather reasons, then you probably came to the wrong place. Why? Which <laughs> because it's raining all the time. Though. Oh, well, yeah, lately. <laughs> so, fucking I, global warming. Oh, and I want to do the quote of the week just to start off with. Uh, Real patriotism is a willingness to challenge the government when it's wrong. Ron Paul. Yeah, fuck Ron Paul. I don't know why you don't like Ron Paul. I, I like Ron Paul. It's just, I'm, just fuck anybody who's in government. Just fuck anyone who's ever been part of the system. And, you know, Ron, then you ought to be out there throwing fucking Molotovs. That's all I'm saying. Uh, all right. All right <laughs> or at right. least encouraging people never to vote. All know? right. Fair enough. All right. So let's get into the first story because this ended up not being supposed to be part of the first story, but it's now the first story because Adrian said he's going to argue with me. I, I think I am I, because I, I have a hunch. I know your take. Um, so... You know, go ahead, lead into it however you want to. All right, so uh, Alex Jones and Stephen Crowder um, are now together, I guess, doing interviews and things like that. And Stephen or and Alex and Stephen have now decided that they are anti-libertarian. And I would like you to play the clip as to show exactly what we're talking about as to what they were, what their argument is. Oh no, that's the one-hour one. I got to go to the other. Oh one. yeah, don't do the hour one. Ah oh, shit. I will say this for Crowder, though. I think the funny thing is for Crowder is that Crowder's a tool, man. You are such a fucking tool, though. Yeah, he's he's a total tool. Like, I'm so fucking sick and tired of guys like this anyway. But like and I'm happy that they actually said it. Like part of me is actually really happy that they said it. But let's we can. Can we get this clip going or what? Dividing line between corporations, a free market, which I support. These are effectively thug arms of the government and libertarianism cannot stand up in the face of that. I 100% agree with you. In fact, I'm no longer even a little L libertarian. I'm anti-libertarian. 30 years ago, when I was first starting to get on air, 25 years ago, Republicans were pretty bad news, wanted to censor everybody, had a lot of problems. Right. The left hadn't turned into this pro-pedophile, Satan worship, cancer it is completely yet. You just hit the trifecta. Go on. So, so I thought, well, libertarians want to leave people alone socially, but they want a smaller government, they must be good. But it was big think tanks and big money funding libertarians 
So conservatives would always think of corporations as perfect uh, and and as government is bad instead of it being a balance. And so now the globalists admit they were building governments basically run by corporations or corporations so big they operate like governments, but way more efficient and way more authoritarian. There's no. Okay, so that's the clip there. Go ahead. Okay. You start. There is so much wrong with what he said. <laughs> One thing was absolutely wrong. A lot of it was absolutely wrong. Well, well, I mean, some of it, like some of it might be right, but let me, let me get into some of it. First off, thank you, Alex Jones and Stephen Crowder for saying that you're anti-libertarian because I don't want anybody to mistake that I'm associated with either one of you two fucks. Okay. So let's get there first, but let's talk about this. What think, okay, let's go to the conspiracy theory first. What fucking think tanks are you talking about that had all this motherfucking power right. and, that were secretly running the show? So no, libertarianism goes from we were inconsequential and nobody's listening to us to we're in charge of the whole thing because that's what he's saying right there. So hold on. Yeah. Cato Institute is the globalists now, right? right? Yeah, apparently. So it's got to be, here's the thing, if you're going libertarian think tanks, Cato's got to be one of them reason oh yeah that's a big globalist fucking cabal right there <laughs> right and the funny thing is is he's saying how much money that they were pumping into libertarians okay now hang on a second let's come from this perspective of sitting in this room right now are two people who have run at the top of the ticket for the Libertarian Party. In Florida. Okay, in Florida. Uh, two people who have run the state political apparatus. Two people who have been exceptionally influential in the National Libertarian Party apparatus. Mm -hmm. Okay. We never saw a dime of that money yeah. <laughs> ever. Who are they paying? <laughs> right. Yeah. Who the fuck are they paying? Yeah. Like, so, who the, so that right there is just an outright lie yeah. by, by uh, now, Alex Jones. The, now, but, the reason he's upset is because Twitter banned him. I mean, not only Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, all the other social media platforms banned him. Again, I don't agree with them banning Alex Jones. I don't think it's a good idea. But And this is where they get mad at us. They're a private fucking company. And you know what? Right. They're allowed to ban you. And if you weren't such a fucking asshole, maybe you'd have been able to get back on. But you can get back on because you're a fucking prick asshole. And that's just the way it is. And I don't, again, I don't like Twitter for doing this, but I do recognize that they have the freedom to do it. Right, right. Well, here's what you have to understand. And, and this is part of the point that you might be missing is the only reason that he's saying the things that he's saying is because he's fucking bankrupt, right? And he needs to cozy up with whoever has money that'll pay him to go on the Steven Crowder show. And he knows he needs to say whatever is going to please that demographic. So that's all he's saying. I mean, look, he's he's literally it, this is his M.O. He's trying to invent a conspiracy. Now it's a vast libertarian conspiracy um, in order to, uh, you know, make some money. The, the dude's been wiped out by lawsuits, man. He got wiped out in the Sandy Hook lawsuit. He needs some money. And he realizes that the, the MAGA world is the ones that uh, are able to support him. So he's going to say whatever it takes to get in good with the MAGA world. Where's the part where we're going to disagree? Oh, OK. Well, the part is where we're going to disagree is he's right about everything else he said. He's absolutely correct. No, no. Expl well, explain that. then. OK. The corporations, literally, there is no free market here. It's a it's a, you know, cabal. It's a, a collusion between corporations and government and corporations have become the strong arm of the government. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Well, no, no. I mean, OK, hold on. I, well, actually, OK. So I totally agree with that. Oh, well, fuck. I wanted to argue with you. God damn it. Well, no, no, no. But here's the thing, though. Those think tanks that he's talking about have been railing against that <laughs> right. the entire fucking time. Right. So hold on. How are you going to blame a group of people who are actively going against something that you agree is a problem and you're going to blame us for that? Because those guys don't have the money to support him and he want he here's the thing. If he if what he was saying was true and that the libertarian movement, philosophy, think tanks, let's go yeah, with the philosophy, had a bunch of money behind it, he would be a big L libertarian all the way down the line. Well, that's true. But no, and he, and, <laughs> they don't and actually have any money and to here's the support thing. him. During Ron Paul, during some times after that, of course he went that way. Well, he didn't He didn't need to back then because he was making his own money. Now he can't make his own money. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So he's got to rely on the, to fucking the MAGA world for it. Yeah, it, look, it's you have to understand these people's philosophy. Just about anyone in, um, in, in media has an agenda, and it's always based on profit, just like us. I mean, fuck, man, I, I'm here to make money. Yeah. 
but we don't make any money. <laughs> I end up just using this as a therapy session because it's cheaper than counseling. Uh, well, but, yeah, I mean, it works out well that way. Exactly. I, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Is the, the point is, is uh, you know, our goal is to make money. Now, the difference between us is we're going to say what we think no matter what. These guys are going to say whatever they think needs well, to be said Alex to make Jones money. Well, because Alex Jones is a grifter. Now, yeah, oh, then, totally. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. This is the part that, that, that pains me about Jones is that this guy has been doing this since Ruby Ridge. Right. Since Waco. Right. He understands, or at least he should understand, the seriousness in which we are battling these people in power. He doesn't. He doesn't he care. Doesn't care. He doesn't no, no, care. no, no. Here's the thing. No, no, no. You're right. He does know that. He doesn't care, and he doesn't care because he's just doing it to make money. Right. Because he doesn't actually give a shit. He might have cared in the beginning. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But he doesn't anymore, though. That's no. the thing. No. Like, he doesn't anymore. So any of the good things I could say about Alex Jones... I should always stop myself because, look, there are times where I forget that these guys are not with us. Not only are they not with us, but they are they will they will attempt to throw us under the bus Who as libertarians. Us? Libertarianism. Oh, you still identify the with philosophy. That. That's right. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll try to throw that one under the bus and point at that as that's wrong whenever they see a group of people realizing that we were right about everything all along. Right. Right. And that's the part that irks me to no end. And again, but I'm happy that they do it at the same time because I don't want anyone in the world to to think that I'm associated with that piece of shit at all. And you know what? I'm fuck you. I, you know what? Let them take all your goddamn money then. Right. If right. you want to act like this, then take all your fucking money. You know the difference is with me though is I don't even think of an us anymore. You know, in my mind, there's there's no us that I'm associated with. You know, there's no movement out there that I consider that I'm a part of the us. When I say us, it doesn't ex- extend beyond anyone in this room. I got you. You know what I'm All saying? Right, well, fair so enough. It's, it's, um, yeah, I, I've totally lost that. So it's, it's, I can look at this and like, pfft, who gives a shit either way? You know, <laughs> just, I, here's the thing. I'm glad when there's I hear, nobody with me. Yeah, I hear, you know? I, I'm glad when I hear him say it though, because like in my ass, in my point of it is that <clears throat> too many times you can get lumped up with people like that. And I just want to make sure that it, I like that they make it aware that, that they're not with us. So cool. Yeah, because here's the thing. I'll tell you what Steven Crowder and Alex Jones are. Authoritarians of a different color. Yeah, yeah, everybody is. So that, That's the thing. It's it's just what flavor of ism do you like to control other people's lives? Because that's what they want to do at the yeah. end of the day. Right. You know, I don't like that I was banned from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, I think he likes a lot less that, uh, you know, he had to pay uh, millions of dollars to the uh, Sandy Hook family. Well, maybe he shouldn't tell people fucking it wasn't real. Right, right. Sometimes they're going to get you. Yeah, right. You know, a legal system got you. They proved that you were defamation and they got you. And again, it's I still it blows my mind. All these people who think that events like that were completely fabricated and never happened. And everybody involved is a crisis actor. And it, it, it just it's mind boggling to me that people can believe that because it's it's virtually impossible to pull something like that off. OK, here's, here's the thing. And we're going to have to do this at a later episode. Yeah. But I want us to go through some of the videos that are online and debunk them. Because okay. what happens is, is that people watch these videos online. It makes sense. Right. Again, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense to it, them. Like if, you, if you don't know the rest of it and you just watch this one video by itself, yes. it makes sense. Out of context, it can make sense. But if, if you end up believing that video in that context... It's like you have a complete disassociation with how the world really works. And you have to, it's kind of like watching a movie that you know that is totally ridiculous, but you suspend disbelief for the sake of enjoying the movie. Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of people go into these type of conspiracy theories like that. And again, I'll say it, I've said it a thousand times, I'll say it one more. Half of all conspiracy theories are half true. That's true. Okay. So... What you end up doing is, and not in the Sandy Hook, I mean, there, there, there was virtually no truth in any of that. But in a, a lot of them, you know, there's a, there's a kernel of truth, but then you extrapolate all these things that are just absolutely ridiculous out Which of it. Which is what to AJ get, does. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He finds a kernel of truth and then he, you know, embellishes it to the point where it's just complete and to, utter well, yeah. nonsense for ratings. Yeah. yeah. Look, and, and in my opinion at this point, I don't, I, it, again, you probably didn't disagree with this one as well. I actually think that not only is Alex Jones not with us, 
Alex Jones is a is a not not a crisis actor, but he is. Uh, <laughs> he's a crisis actor. What's the what's the word for it? Uh, controlled opposition. A, yeah, he's controlled opposition. Yeah, I don't. Think Alex so. Jones is. Here's the thing. Every time you've ever seen a video of him being, um, like going somewhere where there's an event with a bunch of people, right? He acts as maniacal as possible, as much of a madman as possible, has zero humility whatsoever, and will do everything he can to fuck it all up. I, I think that's just his personality. Well, no, I think that's what his job I think is he's from just his handler. Kind of a moron and and kind of a blowhard who happened to get a lot of attention. Yeah, he's you know? a, it, Alex Jones, fuck you, you piece of shit. Yeah, so. Let's go down that road. Concur. Uh, more news from the pages of the Cassandra Trigger. This uh, one scared the fuck out of me. Um, <laughs> it shouldn't have. I, it, it, look, it was just one of those things hey, when I read the quote on it, it was like, oh, my God. Have you gotten any further in the book? It's only been six years. A little bit, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Where yet? Uh, I don't remember exactly what chapter. But <laughs> you aren't fucking reading. It. I, I, no, You're no, it's at my house. It's at, it's at the house. What, it's actually what's, in. What's it's going on, on the, in the story? It's on line. the coffee table. What, what's going on in the story? I don't story remember line. right uh, now. See, so it, for fuck's go. sake, dude. Yeah. I'm going to get there, though. I'm going to get there. I'm going to finish this <laughs> book. Right. Well, if you actually read the book. Uh, you Available would, on Amazon, by the way. Uh, and wherever fine books are sold. Um, you would find that uh, here's some just some more. Oh, what the hell? That's the wrong. What are you doing? Uh, oh my God! You I, suck I know. at this. I'm I'm retarded today. What can I say? You are retarded today. Oh, we can't say the R word. I'm regarded. <laughs> Why can't we say the R word? I, you know, it's just not appropriate anymore. You know, I'm I'm bending to political uh, correct for real. Uh, like on what? Not really. No, I fucking just said retarded. <laughs> you fucking retard. Um, <laughs> but on Wall Street bets now, a lot of people instead of saying retarded are now saying regarded. Okay. <laughs> and now there's a big uh, like battle on on that board about uh, the use of the word retarded. And, you know, there's a purist that say you should still call call yourself a retard. <laughs> you know? oh my God. Anyway, it just a uh, funny side note. But um, basically, the headline is uh, customs officials have copied Americans phone data at a massive scale uh, phone data, I should say, uh, on a massive scale. And I can't pull up the damn article. So U.S. government officials are adding data from as many as 10,000 electronic devices each year to a massive database they've compel, or compiled from cell phones, iPads, and computers seized from travelers at the country's airports, seaports, and border crossings. And here's what they're doing. So they say uh, you have to unlock your phone and we need to be allowed to download everything on it. And if you refuse, they uh, just seize your phone for, or tablet, whatever, for five days. And they say, okay, well, you can come back and get it in five days. <laughs> and yeah so if you don't comply you basically lose your device and if you do comply they download everything on there and they use it and this is a quote from the article agents from the fbi and immigration and customs enforcement uh, another department of homeland security agency have run facial recognition searches on millions of america's driver's license photos they have tapped private databases of people's financial and utility records to learn where they live and they have gleaned location data from license plate reader databases that can be used to track where people drive they have done all of this without a warrant uh, they're just you know eh, let's find out where this people this person's going you know, just completely unconstitutional. But one of the reasons that they can do this is because uh, the courts have ruled that any place within a 100 mile, uh, 100 mile zone of the border, which is like 90 percent of the U.S. population. Yes. OK, because if you think of all the cities in America, they're all along the coasts. You know, or the border. Or the border, you know. Everything from New York to Miami to Chicago to L.A. to San Francisco, Houston, you know, all of those are within 100 yep. miles of, of the U.S. border. That they don't need a warrant in those cases to search people's devices. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's just Oh, you know who came up with this, by the way? Cato did. What? Oh, this is Cato's fault. Cato put up a, a piece. Oh, uh, yeah. They're the ones that yeah, promoted this, is, this, right? This is yeah. Cato that promoted this. Thank you, Alex Jones. I appreciate <laughs> right. that, buddy. But, uh, and of course, in my novel, you know, that's what, uh, you know, they're running from is the license plate readers and the uh, facial recognition scans that are literally everywhere and can be used at any time in real time. And, and this is just confirmation that that is actually happening now. And it's happening to millions of Americans. Yeah. You know? 
Uh, you know, it, it's just truly amazing. Hold that on. One other thing in here from the article. Uh, CPB conducted roughly 37,000 searches of travelers' devices in the 12 months ending in October 2021, according to agency data, and more than 179 million people traveled that year throughout U.S. ports of entry. The agency has not given a precise number of how many of those devices had their contents uploaded to the database for long-term review. Yeah. You know if they get the data, uh, they're going to keep it. There is no doubt about it. Of course yeah. they're going to keep it until they get hacked and they get And you know the amazing part is is, is someone gets into your phone, they really they own your life essentially. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in this day and age your your phone is just like that's everything about you. That's uh Everywhere you go, everything you do, everything you say, all your account information, they can literally access. I mean, if you think about it, if you have someone's cell phone today, you can go on any website, reset a password, they'll send a code to your phone, you mm-hmm. know, and you're in their accounts. Because that's all the two-step authentication. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's truly amazing how valuable that device is. And I don't think people realize, uh, you know, how detrimental that could be yeah, maybe i mean i know people leave them in my car i know people that don't even put lock codes on their phones yeah i don't know I, I, you know i just astounding to me it's i like, got a six number lock code do you really yeah good for you yeah mine's 13 digits alphanumeric and special characters <laughs> fucking geek <laughs> i got 13 digits and i got numerical and, numbers and digits with it and, and five wrong entries it encrypts the whole phone well it's already encrypted but it actually shuts it down and you know then you wipes, can't get wipes the encryption key yeah so. You know what, man? You're going to leave your phone somewhere, and I'm going to fucking undo your shit. I'm going to do your shit five times. <laughs> Don't do that, please. <laughs> that, fucking totally do your shit. That, Don't fucking leave your phone somewhere. That would cost me about an hour of time to get that all back right. An hour? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Fuck. <laughs> I've got so little on there. It's not even yeah, worth it. It's not even fucking worth it at this <laughs> it point. It would piss me off, though. <laughs> so, but, you know, hey, look, good job, Cato, for... Putting out uh, white papers to say that the FBI should do things like this <laughs> in order to make sure that we're all safe because that's what it's all about is about your safety. Well, they got to do something. With and if all you're that not doing anything have. wrong, then there's no reason for them not to do exactly. it. Exactly. And exactly. so, good job, good job, Cato. Trust, I appreciate you trust the government to do the right thing. For yeah, because that's Cato's. Yeah. No, no, that's their motto. Yeah, trust the government. Yeah, Cato, yeah. trust the government. Yeah, or reasons, trust the government. Yeah, you they're know what I'm saying? they're looking out for you. We love corporations. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh God, I'm so angry about those guys. Get the Molotovs, man. Exactly. Molotovs. Exactly. You know, I, you know I, I put them in Alex Jones's house first. I saw an interesting thing this morning uh, on CNN, of all places, is what's happening now is that the Democrats are actually funding the most Trump-leaning Republican candidates in primaries, like the most MAGA candidates. And in some cases, Democrat groups have actually spent more on funding for uh you know maga candidates than republican groups yeah we talked about this did we really yeah yeah we've uh, talked about this oh i didn't he, he, well, it must have been when i tuned been, out it might have been yeah. said in, in, in passing but yeah because that's the thing if you're so scared about the fall of fucking democracy right then you wouldn't be so fucking <laughs> cynical yeah. that you'd actually do what you did well, well the interesting thing is though that that story was on cnn well, yeah, because they won't answer for it. Right. Like, I've seen some of the interviews, like, with Kamala Harris and things like that, where they're like, well, you know, I'm not going to question how somebody else runs their campaign. Blah, 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 well, blah, blah. here's the really interesting thing about it is I think that part of them believes that they are a huge threat to democracy. And part of them says, let's take advantage of it. You know, and they may be totally wrong. If they're that big of a threat for democracy, then there's no way you wouldn't fund the other candidate. Because you would be so scared that it's possible that I, they could win. I hope, I hope that they're that big a threat to democracy. You know, I mean, but they're not. But I, I, maybe, maybe we can hope. You know, they're not. I mean, come on, come we, on, they're not. We can keep they're, rooting for look, the civil they're not, war. They're not. But um, the other interesting thing is now they're saying that um, Republicans are the 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 MAGA Republicans could be in a much better position. Uh, to flip the House and Senate than they think they are because Republicans are no longer responding honestly to pollsters. So the poll data could be completely wrong. A lot like how the the polls, and it probably started back in the last election cycle, you know, um, or the even 16 the election 16 cycles election where cycle. it really started. Yeah, exactly. Well, because nobody wanted to admit when they were going to vote for Trump. Yes, yes. But it, it's interesting that we've gotten to a point in the U.S. that, they are like in Russia, for example, like 
Russia, they do polls all the time in Russia, and it's always like, yeah, Vladimir Putin has a 97% approval rating. Well, of course, because everyone's afraid to say <laughs> to the, the, the pollsters who are probably the fucking GRU that they don't support the president. Well, yeah, because you if know? they don't say that, they're going to get gonna a knock, knock on, on the door. Well, right. probably a kick in and fucking <laughs> yeah, they're going, an asshole. They might end up in the gulag over that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's interesting that that type of dynamic is starting to happen in the U.S., and it's a great sign. Well, because it's ending in fucking Russia. Right, exactly. In some ways. It always comes to an end. It does always come to an end at a certain point. And uh, the way it might be coming to an end is uh, Slava Ukraini. Ukraini. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, Glory to Ukraine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Oh, you put glory to Ukraine on the top of this fucking thing? It's just the phrase. You fucking... You're I, such look, a tool. I, you know what? Like, I know you always blame me for, you always accuse me of being a tool. And there's some shit you can point to, by the way, that you can go with that. But you're a fucking tool, too. Uh, look, look. Like you, I you, have to, I'm going to give you some of that. Zel- I'm going to give you some of that. I don't know why that. you're not down on Zelensky's dick right now just fucking going to work. I, 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 I'd give him a hummer. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> no. Here's the thing. Um, right, Gavin? Hold on. Right, Gavin? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he made the universal gesture. Well, Gavin was like, with a little gonna, ball coupling He's going to tickle too. the balls too, yeah. though. He's going to tickle the balls for him, which is very nice. Yeah, but at least you're full service. Here's here's the honest answer to that. Yes, I'm totally rooting for Ukraine in this, uh, but it's not that I you know love the Ukrainian government or anything like that. It's just Russia needs her ass kicked. Yeah, because th- all right, I'll go with that. They, you know what? I'll agree with that. They are the third most totalitarian regime on the planet right now i I, here here's the thing the only thing i would disagree with you on is maybe a semantics thing i don't want to see russia get their ass kicked i want them to be exposed for the paper tiger that they actually well that's already happened well that's what i'm saying yeah like i would want i uh, that is what i wanted yeah i i just want to see a totalitarian regime fall and that i think is is what's going to happen in fact one of the big uh, pieces of news this week is there was a uh a assassination attempt on vladimir putin nice yeah um what happened is his motorcade uh, and this is they're they're actually using multiple motorcades now um to as a diversion uh but his actual motorcade his limousine was hit by some type of explosive they don't know exactly what it was whether it was some type of anti-tank weapon or something like that um, and it impacted on like the the front wheel well or something uh, didn't actually disable the vehicle but what happened is they're driving down the road and an ambulance comes blocks them off okay and you know fired some type of projectile at them that made a, a small explosion on the front right but the limousine was able to carry on they found the ambulance driver dead and then Putin had his entire security detail that was with him on that arrested so wow yeah yeah so it's probably an inside job now of course the the media in moscow has downplayed it but that's been conformed confirmed by a bunch of independent sources so it's already starting to happen you know putin's days are numbered we know that um as i predicted a while back uh which you did predict yeah um well you know i I gotta pat myself on the back literally in the entire not to break your arm to do it i'll do my best uh, literally throughout the entire this entire uh, incident, starting from whether or not Putin was going to invade, because you know a lot of people were saying, "Ah, nah, it's just exercise." I'm saying, "No, that that dude's coming, and he's coming soon." Uh, but I've been on the money, and the reason that I've been on the money is is really I do spend a lot of time, uh, you know, on Reddit. <laughs> Uh, that's a, that's a, actually one of many sources, but it's a good source. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you guys are hating on Reddit all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> but oh, you can bring Gavin with you. Hold on, yeah. man, let him get in here. It's it's a good source. It's got so many upvotes. Trust me, trust me. It's a good source. <laughs> he, he's getting you on the ups or on he, upvotes. He's so voting, uh, busting my chops here. Um, I, I wish he had a mic though. He's never he's never you're never bringing him again. You no, no, it's, it's good. He's, he's 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 come good. every week. He's he's good at this show. Yeah, he comes by it honestly. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it, basically, uh, when we talked last week, uh, the Ukrainians had uh, recaptured 400 uh, square miles. Of That's territory. way more than that now. It's it's over 3,000. And to put that in perspective, 3,000 square miles is the equivalent of all of Pinellas County, all of Hillsborough County, all of Pasco County, and half of Manatee County. So. It's a very well. Hold on, but that country though is not that big, so right? Exactly. That means even more. Yeah, it's a significant. Like, how big is Ukraine? Uh, it's probably. I'm gonna ballpark. It's pretty big. I mean, it's it's probably like, n- not quite to a state in. The it's country. probably. I would say it's it's probably 
not quite the size of Texas, but close. Oh, well, yeah. Texas is pretty big. Yeah, so it's it's a pretty big territory. All right. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, or maybe it's a little over. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they've taken a significant territory. They're going to take more. Uh, the, the, the Russian soldiers are just collapsing. They're literally going to prisons now. And there's actually a, a video of a high-ranking... Uh, uh, government official going to a prison and speaking to the prisoners and what they're saying is look if you come and fight in ukraine we will completely pardon you and if you go to ukraine and you desert we will hunt you down and execute you <laughs> and they're just opening up prison prisons now well, how many of them are taking the deal uh pretty much all of them it's it's not really it's not that optional. <laughs> oh. Oh. So basically, they're like forcing, you don't get you don't get to just sit in the hole. They're just out of reserves. They got nobody left that's willing to fight. You know, all the ones that are under contract are just flat out refusing to fight. They've oh, got entire awesome. units that have said, "Nope, we're not going." You know, our contract says we don't have to. Look, here's the thing. Like, it, this is great to see from people because, like, the thing about it is like. It's awesome when you just have the, the the regular citizenry like refusing to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm I, no, we're not going over there. Right. You know, I wish we. Well, again, it's not that we don't have that resolve here because it's an all volunteer army, so it's not like we can do that. Right. But if anything gets goes that bad, you see like what happened during Vietnam and stuff like that. Oh yeah, especially when there was a draft. Well, the in, and they want to avoid the draft at all costs. Now, what they're doing is they're kind of force conscripting a lot of people in the poorer areas where they won't protest as much. But what they really want to avoid is like going into Moscow and St. Petersburg and and instituting a draft um, because they know that'll turn the the complete populace against them. But uh, it's actually interesting because in the Russian military, their contracts are such that they actually have a lot more flexibility than U.S. soldiers to refuse to be deployed uh, or refuse to fight. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. It, it by is. The way. It, it's actually that part of it I don't is actually shocking. That part. Yeah, I don't understand so, that part. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but uh, so that's going. On. Yeah, they, they, look. Again, I said this months ago. Russia's done. They lost this war on the, the sixth day of the war. They lost this war. And now it's just a matter of them collapsing. And, and they're, uh, the Ukrainians are pushing in the south towards Kharson. They've already liberated the entire uh, Kharkiv Oblast, the entire region. They're pushing into Luhansk. Um, which is basically the northern part of the Donbass region. Yeah, um, they're uh, they're going to take Kherson, with which is in the south. That's between Odessa and Crimea. Um, they're going to take that major city here. I'm going to say within a week, maybe two at the outside. They're just playing a game right now. They're waiting for them to run out of ammunition. They're just probing them, letting the Russians fire a whole bunch of inaccurate shots at them, and just until they run out of uh, ammunition, because they've cut off all their supply lines and all their officers have fled. So, you know, it's still just a bunch of grunts on the ground, essentially, with no leadership and no resupply. So yeah, they're just going to wear them out till they surrender. But I will say this, too, though. This is, like, when they're the most dangerous, though. Well, and yeah, there's there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, because like, this is when Russia is the most dangerous. Putin is starting to realize, A, he's lost. B, there's a lot of forces that want him to be removed. Like we talked about last week, you've got officials in Moscow and St. Petersburg calling for his resignation. Some are openly calling for him to be tried for treason. Um, you know, so there's a lot of shit going down. So he's in a very weak position. And he always uses that that um, story, that anecdote that he tells uh, about when he was a child and he learned about a cornered rat. Yeah. And how a cornered rat always attacks. Uh, and he uses that to present himself, and it's it's part of his own personal, you know, uh, mystique. mystique. Yeah, exactly, that he wants to put forward. But by the same token, it, it's probably true. And the only question is whether he could actually execute it. I, I think that he's, in the back of his mind, if, if, if it goes too far, he's going to be willing to use a tactical uh, nuclear weapon on Ukraine, and that's going to change the dynamic. But the, the, oh, I, I don't believe at this point oh that ends Russia. That ends Russia completely. Yeah, because I actually NATO that, rolls in. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: NATO doesn't roll into Ukraine. NATO rolls into Russia at that point. Possibly, it's hard to predict what they would do. Like, I but think they're going to kill Putin. Then I don't think that Bef the, unless their people do it. I think at this point, the people under him who would actually execute that order would not execute the order. Yeah. Because just for their own self. Like at this point, if yeah. he does that, then he's removed. Like they're going to get rid of him. Then. Yeah, I think because so. if I, you don't do what Putin says to do. Then one of y'all's got to go. Right. 
but I think it's either Putin or it's going to be that. I think at this point that the people around him acting in their own self-interest would refuse that order and, and remove him. So I think even though it seems more dangerous, it might actually be safer than it was a few months ago uh, to not have uh, the use of nuclear weapons. But having said that, uh, more, uh, you know, key Putin allies are ending up dead. Uh, more oligarchs are ending up dead. Uh, this week, uh, one of uh, uh, Putin's uh, key advisors uh, was uh, found dead in the Arctic after falling off a boat. <laughs> just fucking just like one the week before, fell out a window. In fact, there's a list here of all the oligarchs. Did he work for Bed Bath & Beyond? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That guy took a nosedive, the CFO. Um, of all, Before he was pushed. <laughs> I, I think he took a nosedive. He was under investigation for insider trading. So, oh. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just literally the list of key Putin allies who have died in mysterious circumstances over the past few months is almost as long as the Clinton death. Like list. how many how many of them have we killed? I wonder. I don't think any. So you don't think none of these people the U.S. took out? No, I don't think so because there was no reason for it because most of them were already sanctioned. They'd already seized all their stuff. They'd basically neutered them all. Yeah. Um. So this is just like. So who's killing them then? Putin if, is. Hold on. Putin's killing his allies. He is because what's happening is once these oligarchs have all their funds seized, they're like, "Hey, Vlad. Hey, knock this shit off, man. I, I I'm broke here." You know, oh, I want my shit back. And then, yeah, like, so they go bitching to Putin. Exactly. And Putin because of they've started to turn against Putin and try to rally people to up, rise up against him because they've lost their entire fortune. They want to try to get their fortunes back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So they have an incentive to overthrow him. So he's making the first move, you know, kind of like when uh, pussy uh, turns state evidence in The Sopranos. You've gotten that far? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been Dawn and I have been binge watching and Dawn's not usually one to uh to you know watch those type of shows but she's into it too. Oh so. god, it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Sorry to throw <laughs> randomly throw a Sopranos reference in the middle of a diatribe on fucking uh Ukraine. Well, it, it, look, you were talking about the mob anyway. But so. anyway, to to continue the the you know, the government's I, a big mob. I think that this war is over before the harsh uh winter sets in. Uh, I think two weeks oh, from now. Oh, winter's coming for Putin, huh? Yeah. I think two weeks from now, uh, Hirsan is liberated. I think from there, it's a straight shot to the Crimea, and there's nothing in between Hirsan and the Crimea. So you think Ukraine gets all their territory back, even the stuff from yes. 14? Yes. I, and I think Putin is either uh, jailed or uh, assassinated within the coming months, you know, overthrown and i think chechnya uh actually secedes uh so does the the far um far eastern territories uh come and check i forget how, it's something like that um i think they also secede uh probably end up aligning more with china and north korea um you know that i wouldn't be surprised if the chinese get involved there to try to you know grab some extra territory that they have control over kind of like they do nepal for example um so it's uh there's a lot of things that are going to happen here in the next few months that are going to really shake up the power structure of the entire world you know so it's going to be interesting and where we come out of that is going to be interesting to see by the way hopefully with world war three i mean that's what i'm shooting for yeah but that's not going to help and no, in the long run it will yeah and uh you know like i said <laughs> my madman max fantasies are going to come true so you know that's that's which is nice. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, one more thing on uh, Ukraine before we move on from that is yeah, move on from your love of Ukraine. Oh man, God, you just fucking. It's that's amazing, Zelensky, man. He is so. It's hot. amazing what a green he's shirt does so for you. So fucking hot. You, oh, I know. An OD green T-shirt. I know, man. You know what? I know you look at my pants a little extra special when I'm wearing the green pants. I was checking so you out. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Like you're not gay, you but get, you're kind of you gay. Get, you get that that green shirt going on, man. You and like we, it. We might have to. You know, yeah. I might let you hug me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, so, I don't think the listeners understand what a big what a big move a hug is in your world. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the listeners understand how aggressive you are in trying to be affectionate with me and how gay it really is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, dude, man, come on. Uh, but anyway, astronomers in Ukraine are actually tracking a shit ton of UFOs or UAPs, as they call them now, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. And they... Oh, that's a, that's unfortunate. What do you mean? What? I, 
finish what you're saying, okay. and then I'll tell you why. Um, well, what's happening is they're they're had a bunch of UFO sightings all over the country. So astronomers there decided to set up a multiple high-speed cameras to watch the sky and tri- triangulate uh, different positions. And what they're seeing is a whole bunch of some type of craft uh, that are usually from you know uh, three to twelve meters, about ten to twenty feet uh, in diameter, that are traveling at speeds of thirty-three thousand miles per hour, which is absolutely unlike anything we have. Yeah, you know, there's no missile that travels even close to that speed. ICBMs at the max out of the atmosphere speed they reach is about 15,000 miles an hour. These things are traveling twice that in the atmosphere. So it's there's there's some interesting things going on. There's a lot of things that could be happening here. Of course, one always aliens. It's always a possibility. Uh, two, my favorite is the you know future humans coming back to watch what's going on. Like a it's it's a you know it's, it's kind of like a class field trip to watch history. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or these are actual uh, uh, devices, man-made devices of current time humans. Uh, you know, this U.S. military shit that we just don't know about. You know. Well, here's the thing. The reason I was disappointed mm. is because when it's in areas like this. I kind of think it's the third option. Yeah, yeah. So that well, means, no, that like, that's actually kind of interesting too, because it would show that we have technologies that are so far advanced that you know. I mean, that's just given our current understanding of science, that is really, really difficult. I got to tell you though, the picture, so that tells me that we have some type of of anti gravity, some type of something that you know can completely eliminate all forms of atmospheric resistance you know that's to travel that fast in the atmosphere i mean it would just it, it would generate temperatures that were just insane just from the air friction yeah you yeah. know well no and if you see the, i will say this though the picture that they have in this article by the way uh-huh is fucking scary looking oh like is, is are you that, talking about the lights yeah is that lights oh, coming no. from the ground up yes. or from the top down Th- that's just like a a that's a like a file photo of spotlights on clouds dude oh, <laughs> that, oh. that's not alien that looks that's fu- not moon beams like, man when i'm looking at this i'm like fuck <laughs> this is fucking aliens <laughs> that that would be <laughs> right you know what i'm saying like holy shit like this no. you know this article's fucking fake news that's what it is well the photo is definitely fake well news. don't put the photo with it I, then you know, man i hate when they do that i hate when they do a stock honestly i hate when they do a stock photo like that uh, that has nothing to do with the article, but they're trying to, you know. And this is live. Hold on, hold on, huh. hold on. Are you, hold on? Are you saying that you don't like it when somebody <laughs> okay. makes a photo that okay. doesn't go with what the words are underneath it? Like, are you serious? Hypocrite. We literally, you literally make it a point for every episode of the fucking show for that. Touche. <laughs> Touche. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, hold on. Well, here's the thing. I, the we take is, it to so such an extreme. We're doing it to the absurd extreme we're not where doing these guys it a, aren't doing it. Yeah, we're not doing it in a news context. Well, yeah, because when I'm means. looking at this, I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Is that really what's going on over there? <laughs> yeah. Like, they got that picture. How is that a picture out of the front page of Drudge? That, that looks like 10, 10 people are being beamed up to spacecrafts. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, uh, this is the end. You remember the mo- movie, This is the End? Yes. I know yeah. Gavin has seen that. Yeah. You, you're I've old seen ass, Oh, no. There's so many great characters in that so many great you know, but i love comedians. the parts where they fucking beam the guys up and shit <laughs> yeah actually the end of it was even funnier when like you know like you get to heaven and then instantly you get weed and <laughs> right. the backstreet boys are playing and <laughs> right. like that song was so good at the same time and you know everybody in heaven's just doing a chorus at this point you know what i'm saying like that was such a good that was time. a funny movie yeah. that was actually a really funny movie oh totally totally you know yeah. underrated too yes yeah. it was it didn't get the credit deserved yeah now just like the sopranos I think they got. Didn't they win like every fucking Emmy ever? Yeah, they did. I'm yeah, right. I love The Sopranos though. So. I used to. Here's the thing. I used to go when The Sopranos was like a weekly thing. Mm-hmm. I used to go because I lived in Orlando at the time. Right. I used to drive over to my boss's house, and we would sit there and we would, you know, get fucked up, watch The Sopranos. Right. And then every week we would try to figure out some kind of uh, um, a business reference. 
of something that you could gleam and learn off of the Sopranos <laughs> right. when it came to how to run business other ways. Yeah. Like something that Tony did, you're like, well, you really got to be a better leader than that. You right. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you shouldn't just kill him for that. Yeah. 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 We, yeah, we could do a whole segment on it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, no. I'm, I don't want like, to. I love to. I'd love. When I lived in Orlando, man, every, like every Sunday night, I would go over there and watch it. Yeah. And then after that, we'd watch Entourage, which was even. I which, never watched that one either. What? Yeah. You yeah. never watched Entourage? No, no. Uh-uh. Okay, that's the next one you got to binge. Oh God, man, you're killing. You guys are killing me with these uh, these binge shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everyone's telling me that too. What Entourage? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what it's about. Yeah, I- uh, it's it's about Hollywood. So it's about this one guy that is a, that became a famous actor, right? And then the entourage of people that are with him and like all of their stories and who they interact with and how they deal with other Hollywood people out there yeah, that, and yeah. the and Ari Gold is um uh, uh Spiven or Piven or whatever Mike uh, Piven <sighs> no idea he's a great actor about. actually he's a really good actor yeah and so he's part of it it's actually a really good show yeah well yeah, I, actually, I, I, Mark Wahlberg, I think, is the producer of it. Oh, really? So it's kind of based a little bit loosely off of Mark Wahlberg's experiences. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll see. So, but it's all really know, a good show. All I know is I had to give up on industry, uh, which is also on HBO right now. Uh, that my wife was loving that show, but just, yeah, you had to give up on it because it was tingling you in wrong places. Uh, and you started there feel, was just you started to feel uncomfortable that you were enjoying. It was the like gay watching sex. gay porn. No, I wasn't enjoying the gay sex. Yeah, yeah, you were kind of. Here's the thing. I mean, it's a little bit. You were feeling uncomfortable because your your private parts were tingling. And... <laughs> no, but, but I did. It's the same hey. feeling I get when I climb a rope. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do find it interesting that I can watch like and again this is there's so much like soft to medium porn in this show and it's all kinds you know hetero lesbian gay um any two on ones any threesomes I think there were there have been a couple yeah, right, yeah. I'll watch that show then oh uh, yeah that's your thing um <laughs> how's the foursome uh going you you, you get a uh, another wife yet i haven't been allowed to yet no 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 you're still working on that though no not really but i'm a little i'm getting more open to it as the days go on you're gonna have to get another stable for your harem there huh well here's the problem is i might have to get a different house in order to do it because like that bedroom's not enough to put four beds next to each other. Right. And I still will go with the rule that you, everybody gets their own twin size bed. My wife's trying to do that to me. Doing what? Is she? We've got a California King, and I want to get a new mattress, right? So I'm looking for a California King mattress. She's like, no, get two full full size or whatever twin. I, I'm not sure what get size. Get two fulls. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what sizes oh, work out to the same thing. you should do it. I don't know why you're thinking. I don't want that you're separator not think, no, in there. What? What are you talking about, dude? Well, she does come all the way. I'm always fucking sleeping on the edge, and she comes all the way across the bed. You're, Maybe that'll stop her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a defined line. Yeah. And you got to have two sets of sheets. But the other thing is, is I don't want to be like falling in that crack when we're going at it. No, well, you know you what I'm saying? A, no, no, you got to pick a side. <laughs> my, my, you got to pick a side, man. My, my son's face right now is just. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it's disgust. Yeah. And especially because when we get in all kind of angles, man, you know no, what I'm no. saying? Here's the thing, dude. You got to look, pick a side. Yeah. Just pick a side. All you got to do is pick a side. I mean, she's going to be like head down in the crack. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the dump button at? Right. All right no, no, no. No, seriously, though. You just got to pick a side. That's the only thing. It solves the problem. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Not only does it solve the problem, but if any, if neither, if either side is the... Uh, uh, like, it's so bad. I don't Hang wanna, on. Hold on. I don't want to go. I don't want to go too gross on this, but, you know, <laughs> go if anybody it. leaves a mess, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's, it's on the one side. that leaves the mess is on her side, if you leave the mess is on your side. Whoever leaves the mess, you got to stay on that side. I, that I look. There's so many problems to get solved with. This. That is a good point. Yeah, but here, here's the thing: is you know she likes to come way over on my side and then deny she's doing it. Like I don't have any space over here, and literally my ass is hanging off in yeah. you know thin air. Oh no, this you know this fixes that problem. Right, and uh, you know I've actually gotten up out of bed while she was sleeping and taking a photograph. To show her that she was taking up three quarters of the bed, she still you know, disagreed. She still, she still like, no, I'm not. See, there's a medal. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you yeah. got to do it, man. Uh, maybe I don't know. I just I have a thing about that. I will say this: I don't want to be the fucking you know Ozziet and Harriet beds. Oh, they on were TV. right. No, no, they were right. You know, they were fucking right. Well, it would still be on the same mattress, so they'd be together. Look, you know, I, I will say this though: divorce rates are up tremendously over time. Right. I actually think that. Everybody sleeping in one bed together is one of the reasons for it. You think? Really? Yeah, yeah. I think that not having that time to yourself of sleeping 
and then you blame the other person because of that. Right. It causes like a deep-seated kind of like resentment that ends up expanding into other things. So what you're saying is I should probably knock off the Dutch ovens then, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Dutch ovens in and of themselves That's are a, major, is a major factor. I think it's a sub-factor, though. It could be. No, absolutely be. I think it is, though. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, I do think that in marriage, if I was a marriage counsel, the first thing I would say is get two separate beds. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Well, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. With your input, um, you know, knowing you, uh, your experience with wives, <laughs> I I may consider that. Then. My experience but with I'm, multiple women in the same bed. I, I'm, I'm still uh, hesitant. I don't know what your hesitation is, though. Like, I think you're thinking, like, we're not going to be together then at that point or something like that. It just seems weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's more oh, of a... Oh, man. Yeah. I, here's the thing, man. Once you once you go a couple weeks like that, and again, you got to have two sets of sheets and two sets of, of blankets oh, no, really? and all that stuff. Oh, you even do that? Are you being sarcastic or are you for real? No, I'm being totally for real. Of course you I mean, you that would be wonderful because she also steals the fucking blankets. You know? No, no. You have, you're not going to find a set of sheets that's going to work right. So you have to get... Twin or full size sheets. Well, aren't two twins the equivalent of? We're we're talking mattresses here. We're literally going yeah, into no, detail on mattresses. In, no, no, no. People that are listening to this show right now, like if there's one thing I can leave <laughs> you as a fucking tip, it's separate fucking beds. Yeah, but I, it, now, that's a thing. So two twins equals a California king, right? Now, not really though. Okay. Look, you don't want to put them together like that. No, no, no. Each one gets their own stuff. Each oh, no, bed. You're, so you're talking about actually having the beds separated. Well, no, no, no. You push them together. Right. But you still put the linens or the whatever. You put the clothing. Now, see, we're talking about the same, essentially, box spring, but two separate mattresses sitting on the box spring. Yeah, yeah. But you put, but you separate out, you put, you just, you don't put one set of sheets on. You got to buy all new sheets now hmm. because you do two fulls. Let's say it's full, right? Right. You do two fulls and you just make them look the same. You know, you buy two of everything. But you do two fulls, and then you just make the bed as each separate Look, I'm thing. Not, I'm not a real big cuddler or snuggler or anything like that, but not being under the same blanket as my wife seems weird. It, it really does. Okay. You know? Here's the thing, dude. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You're, th- maybe. Benef- I might get, you hey. already admitted, you've already admitted she steals all the fucking covers, she right? She does steal all the fucking and covers. And deep down, you actually hold some resentment there. Yeah, yeah. This goes away instantly because you got your own fucking covers. She's got her own fucking covers. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You see why I call this therapy? <laughs> Every once right. in a while, nuggets of fucking knowledge that are worth fucking their weight in gold, by the way. Okay. Okay. All right. So we got uh, three minutes left in the first really? <laughs> like I could, could laugh like, like that for three like, minutes. Like you, I could do the whole fucking time. Like you can't <laughs> read a fucking clock, dude. Like you I haven't been in, in radio for. I don't know what fucking time we started. Years. I don't fucking care. Shut the fuck. Uh, up. What do you What do you got to close out with? You want to go into uh, any qu- any quick hits? Look through there, see if we got any quick hits, because I think the next couple are more than we can get into in the first hour. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do the Biden laptop thing. Hold on, the gun thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, we got enough time for this one. Okay. So Visa now joins MasterCard and American Express in specifically labeling gun store sales. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express, they're catalyzing gun store sales separately. Right. Okay, so here's my thing, though. Like, as much as I would think I should be upset about this, I actually think about it later on, and I'm not. Hmm. Here's why. That's an interesting take. Why aren't you doing this anyway? You categorize everything else anyway as, as, as... as like these these companies categorize all your sales anyway in order for like you're tracking for for consumer reasons they're already tracking all this shit anyway why weren't you doing this that's an interesting take on it yeah now, probably because of pressure from gun owners in the gun lobby i mean i guess and the other thing is this though you're going to move everything to cash like gun stores are going to cash now. well that's that was my takeaway from this if you're using a credit card to purchase a firearm, you're a fucking idiot. And honestly, honestly, if you're purchasing a firearm in a gun shop or at a licensed dealer, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, yeah. like, hold on. Like, if the government wanted to track this, I don't see why how they weren't already doing oh, it through to- their credit card companies right. anyway. Here's the thing. If, if, you're, if you're purchasing a firearm from a place that you uh, can use a credit card... You've already gone through a fucking background check. Yeah. Like, what are you getting mad about this well, for? Here's the thing. And no. again, I advise everyone. The, you I, know, I think that the ammo sales buy is what your they're guns talking from, about here too, though. Yeah, I know a guy. 
You know, I know a guy over there. He's, yeah. gonna, he's a good guy. So, he's a good fucking guy. He's, all right, a, he's a friend of ours. We're, we're at, we're, we we got to go out here, but uh, we got so much more to talk about in, oh, in, yeah. in uh, the second We're going to talk here. about how your taxes are the cost of a free society. Yep. A new industry that's going to be forming up. Some good news from Piper Lewis, which Adrian doesn't know who that is. No idea. And DeSantis with the troll job of the century. So if you'd like to hear more, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber, help us out with beer and weed money, and get a bunch of free swag. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs>